This is a Rooster Teeth production. Good morning from hell. I'm Chris and I died recently and my eternal punishment is to do this podcast in hell where we interview everybody in the afterlife. Uh, And I'm joined as always by the brother of Satan, Clayton. Uh Yeah. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Hey, uh, Clayton, uh, he's also a very important demon here in hell. He, he's in charge of uh, uh, Hell's army. Um, yeah. and uh-huh. How are you, QT? Question mark. Mm-hmm. I, I'm good. No, 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 I'm not uh, talking to you. Oh, uh, are you talking? Is that Was that like a question to the audience? No. If you're listening, let us know how you're doing, QT. No, no, Chris. God. Okay, honey, I'm going to put this away. Put it away on my who cell you, phone. Who are you talking to? I'm, I'm, I'm back. I'm back. Where did you go? No, I've I've been, you know, isolated. I haven't been out socializing like I used to, uh-huh. but I'm back, you know? The, the, the mood is right. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling fit. I'm feeling good. I'm back on the dating scene, Chris. Oh. Boom. Exploding onto it. Wow. Bam. That, Once again, exploding all over it. Yeah. I'm just boosh, like a big wave of water and liquid just coming in. Yeah. And how does how's it been going so far? Oh, oh, great. Great. It's going so good. You have no idea. I mean, I can't. Yeah. I can't stop all these all these ladies coming after me. It's just like constantly being chased. Yeah. Yeah. You've been on a lot of dates then? Uh, yeah. Got a lot in the books got a lot of dates coming up yeah i mean things are looking really promising i gotta say yeah yeah totally that's good that's i mean that's good it's been a while so you know um who anyone in particular that you're interested in Ooh, uh, tip, uh, typically what I'm looking for is like a, you know, a, a female. Well, um, well, like, I mean, you have you say you have all the bunch of dates in the books, any particular right. names? Oh, yeah, you know, I'm typically, I'm looking for someone that's like between the heights of, you know, seven feet down to like three feet, you know, hair or no hair. Uh, uh-huh. Let me see, uh, skin, um, fair, fair, just skin. Uh huh. Um, you know, I'm pretty picky when it comes to the, when it comes to the ladies, Chris. Let me say. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, it's good that that's going so well. Um, it's going great. It's going great. Yeah. So who's who's our guest for this week? Well, Chris, you know, I know that you've been having a hard time dating. I know that, you know, maybe the ladies aren't responding to you. Maybe, you know, a lot of them are unfollowing you or blocking you. Maybe you've had messages and emails sent directly to you from the dating app company saying, hey, you need to lay off. You need to chill out. I know that that's been happening to you. Well, I... No, I haven't really. No, no, no. It's been happening to you. So, anyways, I brought uh-huh. on so like what hell's dating guru. Yeah. You know, like you know what a guru is, right? Is it, uh, someone who's good at something. I think so. I don't know <laughs> that, that the, the 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 phrase has been used so oh, many. You times. were asking me. You were asking me. Yeah, no. Me. I, yeah. At this point, it's pretty much cultural appropriation to say guru. Anyways, uh, against two. I don't know. I don't know. No one knows against gurus. I don't know. Maybe that's yeah. I, I, maybe maybe this relationship guru will know. Maybe. So yeah, we're gonna bring uh, bring her on. Yeah, yeah. No, come on in, uh, Ginny T. Uh, hi guys. Uh, actually, it's it's Jenny Talia. Is oh, my, is my oh, full name. Oh, I'm trying. I'm trying to brand myself, so I'd really appreciate if you just used my full name. Moving. Sure. Oh, okay. All right. Sorry, Jenny yeah. Tell you. Um, I I want to clarify though. I I'm not an expert yet. I'm I'm in I'm in training. Oh. Wait, what so. do you mean? I thought you were like you know you're like a, a dating demon. What do they call those? A, a succubus? Yeah. Are you a succubus? Yeah. So so um I was actually in the process of kind of you know finding myself in hell and trying to find my calling uh-huh. um mm-hmm. while I'm down here and. 
I figured that I would try being a, a succubus, and I thought that it was a pretty straightforward approach. And then when I got there, they said there's actually a level below it oh. Um, oh. Uh, called a hangibus. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, so <laughs> what? How, what's what's the difference between a, a hangibus and a succubus? Chris, I think we all know what the difference between a <laughs> hangibus and succubus is. One of them's a lot better. I'll tell you that much. Uh, one takes a lot longer. I don't know. I'm not sure which one yet, though. <laughs> yeah. One of them has a lot of friction and uh, is not as comfortable. I guess on a on a job level, like at, you know, because I know a succubus. That's a, a demon who like it's like a sex demon. It's a sex demon who like eats men's souls in their dreams, seduces them. We yeah we we. I mean, I'm aspiring. Right? I'm an aspiring yeah. succubus. So we yeah. I think the goal is to just seduce as many men to their death as possible. So we all yeah. have quotas. You know, uh -huh. like with everything. Mm. Um, oh, okay. And we have like peak season, low season. So, Ginny, uh, uh, then uh, I guess as a hangibus, like what? Uh, what's your typical day like? Yeah. So, you know, succubus is like the dream, right? That's uh -huh, the that's uh -huh. the big leagues. Uh, at my level, it's a lot of the grunt work. You know, uh -huh. so it's like writing out. You know, what are some torture ideas? Um, trying to match people that have the same torture chemistry, which is really important. Mm -hmm. um, looking through a bunch of apps and profiles and seeing, you know, which is the worst and then how we can make it even uh, even worse than it actually is. Maybe show uh, a few more dick pics if needed, you know? Really, uh, okay. really just get the, the true hatred of dating. Yeah, um, a lot more bots. I feel like there's a lot of, I, I don't know if this is some sort of robot uprising, but it <laughs> seems like one in, I mean, it's like 10 out of 11 people on there are robots. What's up with that? I, I have some advice for you on that. If, if you match with somebody that is way out of your league, uh -huh. they're, they're probably a bot. Got it, so. got it. What do the bots want in hell? So, I mean, I'm sure you guys are familiar with uh, Up on Earth when people would get emails saying, you know, you need to support this Nigerian prince, uh -huh. uh, mm. something about diamonds or they're dying or something like that, which, yeah. you know, love that. But yeah. what happened was one of those guys, because nobody supported him, actually died. Oh. So, I mean, that was it a was... Win, win for us, right? So, yeah. part of his, his now gig down here, because he's been able to get so much support, is now he's just building all these bots oh. and for some reason he decided that dating apps and just dating in general was was a really good market to kind of infiltrate and looks like it's working it, it makes sense you know he's on an application where it's just a lot of vulnerable you know kind of dumb people who are just you know they, they see a cute girl and then they're just, they'll, they'll just do whatever so yeah is that from experience have you done whatever when you saw a cute girl? On oh, yeah, no, no, I, no, I've heard Chris has. No, oh. my, myself, uh, no, I'm, I'm much wiser and smarter than that, please. I mean, it's true, I had been uh, killed by robots in hell, so yeah. uh, it's easy to fall for them, but it was really more just like, it wasn't so much a dating thing, they were just like... They just wanted to murder you. Yeah, they just, you know, the murder bots, yeah. you know, we've all, we've all been there. Yeah, um, yeah. So, Clayton, how did you uh, hear about Ginny? like was it uh oh well you know i jenny i gotta say i'm a huge fan of your work because i've been seeing a lot of your uh articles and uh columns and everything on just like the uh you know the teen vogue teen girl magazines uh you know like all of the like dating info sites and forums uh -huh. like they're they're all over there so why are you reading those magazines i'm yeah uh i'm not it's <laughs> it's my sister she's some, yeah uh -huh. oh, okay. i don't need the advice i'm just like oh look at this rag haha -ha. and then i see jenny talia's uh articles and columns and i'm like oh wow that's great you know like i think your your, your peak one was like uh 
666 tips uh, for for the kidding the cutest date outfit. Yeah, it's very thorough. Yeah, that was a very thorough one. The other one is you know because it's you know my my job is I'm a handjobist, so <laughs> most of my articles are about trying to just always give handjobs in any oh, yeah. way possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, especially in hell when everyone wants to have sex. Why have sex when you can just give HJs everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Why have that really cool thing? We can have a very dry, well, uh, awkward version of that really thing. Ah, uh, well, I mean, I guess obviously you haven't met a good handjobus, so it's okay. No, oh, well, <laughs> touche. I guess what is a a good handjobus? Like, what's? How do you measure a good handjobus? Yeah, like what's it? Yeah, what makes a good handjobus? Um, sometimes it's fast. Sometimes it's really slow. Sometimes it's just it's just at the top. Sometimes they don't even Ooh. need the bottom stuff. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And the point is, you know, when you get to the climax, it's really just, mm -hmm. it builds up to this friction. And then finally, it just, the dick just catches on fire and it Wh falls off. Yeah. Oh, what? Oh, yeah. No, it's, a, it's like warp speed, hangibus <laughs> oh. action, you know. Chris, I've caught you in multiple times. I thought you were trying to become a handjubist as well. That was part of the reason I brought on Jenny Taylor is because you're always practicing. Yeah. In, so, in fact, one time, sorry, excuse me, Chris. At one point, I, I thought you were trying to be a succubus as well because I caught you in this weird position where you were like pinned up against the wall and your legs were slung over your head. And I was like, what is he doing? And it was like you were trying to sniff your belly button. And then I realized, uh, oh, that's not his belly button that's sticking out. Oh, yeah. he's so not he, an was, Audi. he was trying to do the succubus self-taught class. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought, yeah. It's like yoga, but uh, ew, noga. Well, well we, we don't need to get into my specific. So your goal is you catch the penis on, on fire. fire. Yeah. Because of the friction. Yeah. So when you start giving a, when you start hand you buying um do they know what they're in for is that like a surprise it's typically? a surprise you know what i mean because oh. i mean here in hell we don't you don't know what's coming literally yeah, um yeah. so it really the more surprises the better like is is it just gonna burst into flames is it gonna shoot out yeah am i gonna stab them in the oh. eye at the right like, time at the same time oh so as it catches fire you maybe go for a stabbing too some people are really into sharp things like the stabbing mm. right mm -hmm. other people like more of the the hot liquids you know yeah like uh like the floor is lava is like a real thing that people really love yeah um and then sometimes there's people that are into just playing dead, which is, you know, seems really natural down here, you know, where you're just kind yeah. of laying there and you let the other person kind of take control. So it's, uh, it's really understanding what you want and then making sure you find the right people to do that too much where it, it hurts a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Typically we call those people that are playing dead. We also call them like uh, starfish up on earth, oh. but <laughs> down here they're like, they're, it's more of a pentagram situation. Uh -huh. Cause you know, we don't, we don't have stars. We only have pentagrams. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, same thing, same thing. So, so how much of, um, is it like you, you know, catching penises of fire and, and how much of your work is like you matching up people who are bad for each other? So I, I am a firm believer in the, those who can't do teach. So I, I've had my fair share of hand buying and to be mm -hmm. frank, I'm almost too good at it. You know, oh. it's like too fast. Like I can't control how quickly they get to that point. So if you think about it, if you're a succubus, our goal is to extend the torture yeah. through sex as long as possible, which for some people, it's really easy. Others, it's a challenge, especially when you get older, you know, mm -hmm, it gets harder mm -hmm. to do that. Mm -hmm. So a lot of what I do is kind of, you know, share my skills of 
of just the peak things that I like to do and what gets them to that point mixed in with some of the other succubuses and have they've mastered kind of lengthening the torture process. Yeah. So it's a little bit of this, little bit of that. Yeah. So what, what, what do you do if like you encounter someone who just like, it just, you touch it immediately done, you know, like had they fire just, immediately. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I like to call it uh, the distraction. So uh, you, you kind of find things to take their attention away from it catching on fire right off the oh. bat. So again, the stabbing happens, right? Mm. Uh, maybe involving some snakes, some scor scorpions oh. are so hot right now. Um, yeah. Just kind of sliding it into places they least expect. Oh. You know, because you can't you can't be focused on catching on fire if you're worried that a scorpion is crawling up your ass. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Got to keep them keep them guessing. Uh, so Clayton, you've been going on a, a lot of dates recently, oh, right? Tons, tons, so many. I've lost track. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you have any? Um, I guess advice for Clayton or all right so I think one of the the most uh, effective techniques that I've used when I'm you know coaching and trying to match other people um, is playing out a scenario yeah. right because you can you can imagine what it's gonna be like you know you walk into you know the hottest club in hell and you know you see, you see well the hottest though you know what I mean? oh okay got so you walk in and you see this you know girl on the at the bar just kind of by herself and you're wondering how do I get her attention? So let's see what, what you guys have to work with right now. So Chris, let, how would you approach this? Uh, well, you know, I, I, I would approach the lady and say, m'lady, mm. and then uh, I would ask if I might uh, sit next to her or I might bow um, and introduce myself. Mm. Uh, mm. At this point, that's generally when uh, she leaves. Um, <laughs> So and then what do you do when she leaves? Do you cry? Um, cry a little I bit. I sit on the chair. <laughs> it'll be warm. It'll be nice. So it'll be. It'll. It's like it's sort of like a, a hug. But you you sit in her chair. Yeah, it's kind of like a hug because it's like she was she was just there, heat. right? She was there's just body there. heat, so it's like kind of feels like human contact. Oh wow! So that's been my approach. Wow. Okay, that's that's certainly a approach. Um, uh huh. Clayton, what about you? Oh, okay. Uh, all right. <laughs> Role play. All right. Uh, so I'm like, well, set up the scene for me. I'm walking into a bar. Is it? It's a club. Club bar. Okay. All right. Walking into a bar. Ow. Ha <laughs> ha. It's a little. Uh, it's not a. You know. It's like a. Like a bar. It's a little humor. Anyways. Uh, so all right. So I walk in. Uh, scout out the scene. Boom. See the hottest girl at the bar. All right. And then I start. I, I kind of do do this. If you look at my arms, yep. I'm kind of like a choo-choo train. Oh, okay. you know. And then if you listen to my 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 feet, uh -huh. I'm kind of like I'm like moonwalking, but forward towards her. Okay. You know, it's a really long and drawn-out process, but it's it's kind of like my mating dance. Got it. Got it. Still, still, just just chugging the arms, chugging the Is arms. Is she watching you at this point, or uh, at this point, I think everyone's watching me at the club. Yeah. So I'm just I'm still going. I'm still going. And then I, I get there. Boom. I spin around. And then I, I double point at her and I go, hey, you come here often? And then I'll, and then I'll tap on the bar. I'll, I'll, I'll knock on the bar and, and I'll, uh -huh. I'll be like, hey, barkeep, uh, get this lady a five shots of fireball whiskey. Typically, you know, at some point my, my shirt will come off uh, or, you know, I'll try to show her some cool tricks, you know, like, I'll, you know, hey, do you need to know where the bathroom is? And then I'll flex and I'll point. And it's like, it's over there. Interesting. Yeah. Is there any pelvic movements during this whole dance? Oh, the entire time. The entire time. It's just got like, it, it's, it. I kind of look like a sailor who just got off of a long uh, journey out at sea. Got it. So my hips are just gyrating from the seasickness <laughs> and the motion. So like sea legs, but your entire lower half. 
Yes, exactly. Got it, got it. Somewhere around at that point, uh, I have to wipe down my face because the fireball whiskey will have been poured on it, and it does sting the eyes, but I've come prepared. Typically, I'll wear sunglasses so that it doesn't go directly into my retina. Okay, um, not bad. You did a, a few good things, a few bad things, but I think that with Chris's approach, I think it's it takes it's too long. Um, I don't, if I were that person, I would, mm -hmm. I wouldn't be sure if you wanted to know where the library was oh. or if you were asking to date me mm. oh. or maybe go dancing. Um, uh, I think you have to be a little bit more uh, clear in what you're looking for. Uh, maybe give her a few compliments. Okay. Should I ask her to go to the library? Is that, is that what you think? Should I, is that what I should do? Do you want, do you want to do stuff in the library? Like read a book? Okay, well read a book means something different to certain people, so. Um, yeah. I would just be careful of that. I'm so confused. Follow, follow up, do you want to be a virgin for the rest of the afterlife or? Well, I, she was saying we should go to the library. I don't know. You, do you want to come off as like the nice guy or the confident, you're gonna make me explode and fire guy. Could I be the confidently nice guy? Like I'm confident in how nice I am. You can. The point is to get her to be confident in you that you would be a good person to spend time with. And I think that's where I'm, I, the disconnect is there for me. I, I'm not entirely sure mm. what you bring to the table, Chris, outside of um, not knowing how to pick up women. So what, sh what object should I bring to the table then? Um, money is good. Oh, uh, I should <laughs> just, just put some money snacks. On the you can put some snacks, snacks are always tank. good. To be honest, though, Chris has gotten in a lot of financial trouble because he he keeps paying for women to do things. They'll be like, hey, I'm going on a vacation with my boyfriend. And then he'll be like, let me pay for your tickets. Why? I don't know. Why do you do that, Chris? Well, because if things don't work out with the boyfriend, then sh she'll know that I was there for her. Financially. <laughs> well, or just there and, and, you know, like, I'd be like, what if the the vacation with her boyfriend goes poorly, mm -hmm. then, you know, because they're spending a lot of time together, they'll break up. Chris, if you're thinking that strategy's gonna work, then you're living a fantasy. A final fantasy. That's right, it's time for the sponsored portion of uh, the show. Uh, this episode is brought to you by Final Fantasy VII Integrade. Oh, grab your weapons and join the resistance because Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrade for PlayStation 5 is here. Uh, the shadowy Shinra Corporation is draining the planet's life force for their own gain, but all is not lost. The mercenary cloud strife teams with Tifa, Barrett, and Aerith to take Shinra down. Whether they succeed, eh, that depends on you. Uh, all right, well, we are so excited for Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate. A lot of our fans are probably huge, huge fans of the original. Uh, the definitive edition of the award-winning Final Fantasy VII Remake has expanded graphical, gameplay, and system enhancements, and it brings Final Fantasy's visuals to the next level. Uh, it's it's amazing looking for, for what is an old game that's treasured by many. It looks beautiful now. Uh, and it gets more realistic backgrounds. Uh, it's got better lighting. It's all around. It's just beautiful to look at. Integrate also gives you the ability to switch between graphics modes if you want 4K and performance mode, if you prefer smooth uh, action with 60 frames per second. Oh, mm, you can taste all those frames. Uh, Integrate even comes with episode Intermission, a brand spanking new episode featuring a Wu-Tai Ninja Yuffie. I'm probably mispronouncing that, I apologize. As the main character, uh, play as Yuffie. 
as the conspiracy with Avalanche HQ to steal the ultimate materia from the Shinron Electric Power Company. I, I seriously, I'm sorry if I mispronounce these games. It's a great game. Uh, play as new characters and enjoy expanded gameplay experiences featuring multiple new combat additions. So you're probably thinking, how do I get the new Final Fantasy? Uh, well, all you gotta do to get the Final Fantasy VII Remake integrated for PlayStation 5 is to go to sqex.link slash GMFH. Let me break that down for you. That means Square Enix, and the link means uh, good morning from hell. So, once again, that is sqex.link slash GMFH. You get Final Fantasy VII Remake integrated for PlayStation 5. Check it out. Uh, we love having them as our sponsor. Um, another sponsor that we really enjoy is our good friends from HelloFresh. You know, Chris is having a hard time figuring out his whole dating situation, so maybe he should cook some nice meals for his nice friends. Uh, so, yeah, if you hate meal planning, waiting in lines, and furiously tearing around the store looking for all the things on your list, going grocery shopping can seem like hell. Huh? You get it? Because we're in hell. Well, cut those trips to the grocery store and just get to cooking and even better, eating with America's and hell's number one meal kit, HelloFresh. With pre-portioned ingredients and meals that take just about 30 minutes or less, you save time, money, and a heck of a lot of stress. Uh, speaking of a heck of a lot of things, HelloFresh has no shortage of options. Uh, with everything from quick and easy meals and 15 to 20 minute dinners, all the way to vegetarian meals, calorie smart choices, and extra special gourmet options. This week I'd recommend that you check out the smashed black bean tacos with creamy slaw, pickled onion, and smoky red peppers. That's right, it's, it only takes 20 minutes to make, it's super delicious, it's super healthy. So, you know what? Smash that uh, link, uh, like the slash black bean tacos. I don't know if this works. Uh, anyways, go to hellofresh.com slash goodmorning12 and use code goodmorning12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's a great deal, guys. We love HelloFresh and they love you. So that's why they're going to give you 12 free meals. So once again, that's hellofresh.com slash goodmorning12 and use code goodmorning12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. So remember, HelloFresh is America's number one one meal kit and there's you know our number one friend here at uh, good morning from hell okay anyways hopefully the money from these sponsors will help chris pay for nice things to give to girls who will never date him chris you do know that um the inspiration for the friend zone was hell right what oh he doesn't know this <laughs> yeah so um you know we, part of what we want to do is just really make life as horrible as possible for humans mm -hmm. right so we invented this thing called the friend zone oh. where you you know humans will make men feel as if they are everything they're looking for and then when they decide to crawl out of said friend zone you just you know gently remind them to go back in there oh it's a place in hell that once you're in it you can never leave it yeah you can get really close to leaving it uh -huh. right you can even enjoy some of the stuff on the outside but you can never leave you have to just stay in there and you get to watch you get to watch someone else do the things you want to do. Oh. Yeah, best best you can expect is like a hugubus, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Hugubus. <laughs> uh, so Chris, we figured you out kind of, I think. Uh, um, uh -huh. we got a, we got a lot of work. Well, you should be in touch later. I think I can help you. Um, but Clayton, I think your approach is interesting because you're doing a lot of things right. The pelvic thrust is really, mm -hmm. it's saying so much without saying anything at all, you know, and that's really key. Mm. The challenge I think with you though is the speed in which you are doing all of these things. You you want to let them wait a little bit. You want to build some mystery. You know, make them wait an eternity before you text them back. Um, mm. Maybe don't make eye contact in any situation until maybe two or three months in. You know, okay. make them wonder if you really like them, but then you're still there. So it's oh. hella confusing. Ah, uh, 
So I'm coming off too hot. Yeah. Is what you're saying? Yeah. I'm coming in, coming in. Yeah. Date a girl for a couple months, but never make eye contact. Yeah. Just ignore her. Wow. Interesting. I like this. This is a yeah emotional manipulation. <laughs> Sounds good. Got it. <laughs> So, Jenny, you talked a lot about, like, you know, what to do on a date. But what, what if you get on a date and you, you realize it's not working out and you kind of want to, how do you get out of a date early? You- I, mean, I mean, I think with, with anything, you kind of have to go in with an exit strategy, right? So mm-hmm. the tips I've given is have maybe like a fellow demon just on call, you know, just mm-hmm. ready to go. Maybe wherever you are, have them throw like a fireball you know, and just say, oh, uh-huh. can't be here anymore. It's on fire. Got to go. Oh, you know, yeah. Burn the building down and yeah. then you have to leave. Yeah. Because you can't go. You can't continue a date if there's no place, you know. You yeah. Just, yeah. It's smart. So there's that piece of it. Um, so, well, another thing is, do you have any hellhounds? Uh, well, Clayton does. Yeah. Yeah. I got a pet hellhound. Yeah. So and you know, you know, I mean, people here love their hellhounds. You know, they, they mm-hmm. treat them as if they're their own children and Naturally, spawns. Yeah. So uh, one thing I do and use this at a very uh, selective time is I blame uh, my hellhound for things. So I, I often uh, have had bad dates where I'm sitting there and I just want to light myself on fire. But mm-hmm. instead of doing that, I say, I have a feeling that my hellhound uh, just got diarrhea. Because mm. oh. you don't want hell diarrhea all over your house, you know? No, no, it's, it's pretty bad. It's bad, it's, it sticks and it's on fire, it's a lot. So knowing that, that's usually is a pretty good exit. They'll let you, you know, oh, I understand and then yeah. you're good. So that's a good exit. Yeah, sometimes like you, you can even say like, I myself have diarrhea, you know, like. That's true. Just be honest, you know. Mm. But yeah. you know, the problem though is in hell, some people like that, so. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, you gotta watch out for that. You gotta watch out. But if it's someone else's diarrhea. <laughs> they may not be into ant to animal diarrhea. You know, there is a difference. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Ginny, we got plenty of questions from our audience. Uh, you know, I, I was thinking, what kind of questions could we ask Ginny Talia? And I was thinking, like, why not ask our huge loser fan base? Uh, and they sent in lots of questions. Uh, yeah. No surprise there. So this was, this was, a. Uh, we, we tweeted this out from uh, your account, Clayton Hale, Clayton 69 and then also from the Good Morning From Hell uh, account, which is at Morning From Hell. That's, uh, that's Chris subtly saying that you need to follow both of those accounts, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Okay, all right. First question is from Matt Garcia, uh, a hazmat 77 number, number, number. Uh, he says, do I get to keep my girlfriend, like, keep dating? I think what, he's, what Matt means there is, if he goes to hell, does he get to keep his girlfriend down in hell? No, that's the best part. It's like a clean slate, but you can only date the worst ex-girlfriends you've ever had. Well, the thing is too, Matt, I think uh, I think it's all pretty, it's it's obvious that your girlfriend, she's going to go to heaven, you know, and in heaven, they have nothing but like orgies and crazy stuff going on. So she's going to be up there with the angels, yeah. just doing all sorts of unspeakable things. And then you'll be down here. But like Jenny says, we're going to hook you up with like the worst date that you've ever gone on. And you guys can be stuck together for eternity. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But also, I mean, Matt, you, you probably weren't going to stay together anyways. Let's, you know. It's just a matter of time. We all know yeah. that. Yeah, Matt. Come on. Oh, here's a question from uh, Elijah Howells. Uh, Yes, is every sexual encounter a 666 way? Mm. Oh, it could be. There just needs to be enough uh, orifices, I think. That's kind of what we gauge, you know? You got to make mm. sure that there's enough. Well, who has that many orifices? There's a lot of things down here. <laughs> Some of, sometimes you have to DIY it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, there. I mean, there's, there's options. I think that's the best part about being down here, right? You, up in heaven and, in, and on earth, there's so many rules. You know, mm-hmm. and what you can and can't do here. Do you want 12 orifices? You got it. Just make it happen. Make it happen. Don't let your dreams be dreams. 
This one's from uh, Dana Murray at 1M Music Music Fic. fic I, God, these new usernames are awful. You guys are all going to hell for sure. Uh, she asks, is there a best place to take your date in hell? A stroll by the river, dicks, is always a classic, but I'm wondering about other hot spots. Good question. Uh, there is a new place that just opened. Um, I think I mentioned it earlier called The Floor is Lava. Mm. Um, oh. Really, really hopping spot. You know, you really just have to... It's it's adventure. It's a it's problem solving. You know, it's like the the hell version of a of an escape room, except yeah, it, just lava everywhere. Yeah, um, and you really do get burned alive. You do get burned alive. Yeah. but yeah. you know, it's a really good way to test whether or not your date really likes you. You know, because if they push you in, I mean, obviously you're not you're not going to go on yeah. a second date, or maybe you will. Maybe you're into the flames and the hot stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Flores Lava is probably the best place. I mean, the 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 walking by the river. I mean, that's that's pretty. It's overdone, you know. Just a little, it's a little cliche. A little yeah. cliche. So, floor is lava all day, every day. Floor is lava. That's great. Um, we also just got a uh, like a new Brazilian steakhouse uh, here in hell. Um, it's just never-ending meat, and uh, there is no stopping the service of the never-ending meat. They just continue oh. to plump you filled yeah. with all <laughs> sorts of meats from around the world. And, you know, this is a date, you know, you, you got to like potentially kiss this person or if, mm -hmm. you know, things are going well, like maybe sleep with them later, but you're going to just have just the worst stomach pains. I mean, holding in all that meat. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, I think I saw an ad for that's in the gluttony, right? Yeah. That's in the gluttony ring. That's right. Yeah. Just, just opened fresh, fresh open. Yeah. That place really takes meat sweats to the, to the next level. The next, next level. Yeah. Yep. This, uh, let me see. Passive aggressive one is from someone named, uh, thunder based, uh, they ask, uh, do you go to hell if you cheated on someone in real life? Also, how do you define cheating? Asking for an X, L-M-A-O. I don't think he's actually asking his ass off. <laughs> I think it's uh, C-M-A-O, crying my ass off. <laughs> so do you go to hell if you cheat on Earth? This is a little controversial because I think some cheat for a good reason. You know? Oh, explain yourself. And in hell, we accept all reasons for cheating. Oh. So, you know, sometimes it's because you don't like the way they smell, or they put pineapples on pizza, or they lie about sleeping with other people, you know? So you can get into hell for just about any kind of cheating. It's really more about whether you can get into heaven exactly for what type of it's more about i mean heaven. we we welcome everyone you yeah. know this right we oh, yeah. of course so we're 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 the ones that yes come to us and we'll figure out something for you <laughs> i think it really is just a matter of like you know how important is it for you to go to heaven and for us it doesn't really matter but come party in hell and you can cheat all you want because everyone here cheats too yeah. so it works out yeah tkwa i'm sorry if i ever mispronounced your name uh not really uh they they say premarital sex is a sin so does it make your punishment worse my response to that right off the bat i, I think premarital sex in his own is is punishment enough i mean that that first time you have sex i mean it's yeah that's great that's punishment in its own it's pretty bad yeah it's always bad yeah isn't that the first ring of hell is premarital sex <laughs> just yeah just people just like virgins just like just, just trying and missing feeling stuff, or fumbling you know, yeah using yeah. like four con like unnecessarily just too much loot yeah there's a lot yeah that goes yeah into lot, lot, oh sorry oh, oh sorry oh sorry <laughs> there's really is a special place in hell for people uh who have premarital sex and it's just that's all it is. It's just it's just the first time. It's just people walking around in yeah. the dark trying to find holes. It's just <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just awkward. I feel I feel like premarital sex like it's only that one 
first time that you do it and then after that it's just sex like you know you're like oh this yeah. is okay this is whatever now but like premarital sex is that first time where you're like oh no we're not married ah, out of what ah. yeah um well you know we've gotten a lot of good advice you know on this episode i think pretty much anybody listening uh, right now could just easily next person they see ask them on a date Bada bing, bada boom, everything works out. They're married, you know, happily ever after. Dick's on fire. Dick's on fire. Yep. Dick's on fire. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of good information, Jenny. We really appreciate you coming on. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff all around. Yeah, my pleasure. So, uh, you know, that kind of wraps up our show, you know, and... Uh, Clayton, what... Um there's a lot of dry rating happening right now. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just doing my, like, my choo-choo train thing. You know, the, that move oh. that I was telling you about earlier, you know. Are you... But why? Oh, you know, no, no reason. Hey, Ginny, uh, Talia, you know, uh, we've been talking for a few minutes now. We've known each other what, for what feels like a lifetime. You know, like, wait, what are you doing this weekend? Because, you know, I, th I think we really have a connection. I mean, I, I, I'm not surprised because I have felt a little bit of chemistry during this. But um, oh, yeah. to be honest, though, I try to I try to just keep work work but at the same time i checked my schedule just to make sure because you uh -huh. know i think you're horrible thank you um and it looks like on saturday um my hellhound is about to get diarrhea so i will be booked up for that saturday uh -oh. and every uh -oh. saturday that you uh -oh. are interested in so just oh. yeah. okay. so it's you've scheduled the in advance. I mean, you, you want to be prepped yeah. for it, you know? Oh, yeah. You, yeah, don't, yeah. you don't want to be surprised. So every Saturday that Clayton is interested in asking me out, uh, my he has diarrhea. Mm. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Sitting, sitting, sitting back down. Well, uh, I, I guess another mm -hmm. question. Uh, Ginny? Ginny. She just, oh, she. Ginny. She's, she just, she's just. She just choo-chooed out. She just did my move, but out the door. Oh. So, uh, guess she's got to take care of that dog with the diarrhea. Oh, well, that was good. You know, I feel like we we learned a lot. Um, thank you to everyone who uh, uh, sent us questions about dating and hell. Um, just a reminder: follow us on social media at, at Morning from Hell. And you know, if, if anyone in your life that you think uh, could use some dating advice, uh, recommend them this podcast. Yeah, or if you have like a crush on someone. And you uh, can't tell them yourself. You just send them this podcast. It's all that's as good as a love letter, right there. Yeah, that's what people keep telling us when they listen to us to our podcast. It, it gets things hot. This podcast really sets the mood. So the next time that you're in the intimate times, just plug <laughs> us in, have a listen. Good morning from hell. Uh, yeah, yeah. Nothing gets people going like the sound of Clayton's voice. That is right. All right. Well, uh, hail Clayton. Clayton. Yeah. Thank you so much to Keisha Tapangan for coming on. Uh, sorry, did I say I didn't say that right? Tapangan. 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 Thank you God. so much to Keisha Tapangan for coming on. Uh, I I still messed up your last name. It's, um, a, it's okay. Uh, so the the way my dad. Uh, tells his patients who are like eight years old to say his last name mm -hmm. is Dr. The Penguin. The Penguin? I yeah. like that. <laughs> but just say to Penguin. Dr. The Penguin? Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so Keisha, you have a podcast called uh, um, Wrong Side of 30, which is very funny. Can you, people who may not be familiar with it, can you, uh, how would you describe it? Brandon, Farmahini, and I are like, we, we used to do uh, debate together, and that's how we met. What, really? Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> we, we, uh, we competed against each other at UT, actually. Um, 
<laughs> and it was hilarious. I mean, he beat me, but then he like came after me and was like, hey, we should hang out. And I'm like, okay, nerd. Uh, <laughs> Classic Brandon. Uh, but, you know, 20 years later, here we are, uh, best friends, and he got me to do a podcast with him. So we decided on that podcast because, you know, we're all over 30. And outside of your body breaking down, just like shit around you starts to break down in your life. Uh And we thought that we had some pretty good stuff to talk about. And we complain a lot. I have a top five that actually has become almost a dating column advice situation. Wow. Uh, And then we have another person on the show, Billy, who has decided to make a bottom five, which is pretty much just countering everything that I've talked about. (laughs) So that's that's the relationship him and I have. (laughs) That's a good bit. I was actually on an episode once and it was a ton of fun. You should absolutely check it out. And if you are actually around the age of 30, it's one of the most relatable podcasts, uh, but also very, like, best, some of the best stories I think I've heard on any podcast ever. Yeah, all of the most embarrassing shit that Brandon, Billy, and I have done is on that podcast. And also, my parents listen to it. So, that's um, that's a lot. There's there's a lot of sex talk in there. And they act like they don't even, they've never heard that before. Oh, God. It's really, really awkward. But also, you know, they support it. Uh. And uh, I mean, there's not really anything else I can ask for. So, thanks, mom and dad. That's a good thing about having like Christian-ish parents like myself is they're just like, I don't listen to that devil show that you make. <laughs> the devil show. Yeah, so my parents, my so the, the thing is they listen to it and they love it, but it's gotten to the point now where it's like, oh, my daughter has a podcast. You should listen to it. <gasps> no. And I was like, skip the first four episodes. You know, don't need to listen to things about like Limp Biscuits and Circle Jerks and pegging. Like none of that is necessary. Um, but then his coworkers listen to it. My old high school oh. teachers listen to it. It's wow. It's a lot, but you know, oh, woof. listeners, yay. <laughs> so yeah, uh, go check that out wherever you get podcasts to search for, uh, the wrong side of 30. Yep. Thanks so much, Keisha. Thanks guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.